0: Hi, I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman and I vote. This is one-on-one. What a week. What a week. For the first time in the history of the United States of America, a former president has been indicted. Donald J. Trump has been indicted in New York. I'm reading from the New York Times. The jury, a grand jury, recommended the indictment to the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, headed by D.A. Alvin Bragg. So that was a headline. And then I wrote for my post on TikTok, this is the zombie case. They called it that because it was old and everyone assumed it was dead. And now it's been brought back to life. So the alleged crimes were allegedly committed in 2006 shortly before the presidential election at the center of this case is former porn star stormy daniels and hush money payments made by former trump attorney michael cohen who's also called trump's fixer because he worked for trump for years and years and he wasn't necessarily a money man for trump but he would work to take care of problems that Trump would get himself into. And in this case, it involved a woman. Now, I've written about this and talked about this in other podcasts, and you can take a look at my website. I actually put together, and I did a podcast on it as well, when Trump met Stormy Timeline and how they met, and it was at a a golf tournament, a celebrity golf tournament, when he had just turned 60. So he had just turned 60, and she was a young, apparently up-and-coming adult film actress, and um, she's strikingly pretty and blonde, and um, since then, he has said she's not his type, and he didn't have sex with her, and she's kind of described their sexual encounter, but the alleged crime stems from not necessarily him having an affair or a sexual encounter with Stormy Daniels. It The crime surrounds the hush money payments and, um, you know, and the lies. It's always the lies that get you So, I mean, some have said, well, if Trump wanted to pay her off, he should have just paid her off himself. And that wouldn't have involved a crime. You know, I gave some money to a woman. But instead, he had his attorney do it. And then his attorney took out a second mortgage on his home or his condo or whatever, wherever he lived in New York. And then Trump paid Cohen back saying that it was for legal work. From what we're hearing right now, and this is Sunday night, I've kind of cut and pasted all my little posts that I've worked on all the last couple of days and I put them in this podcast. From what we're hearing in the news, Trump is facing more than 30 counts in this indictment related to business fraud. And um, that is according to CNN. And so since then, others have, have reported on that as well. Now, so the case started with the payments to Stormy Daniels and then... The cover up, saying that um, you know they were made to to Stormy Daniels right before election night. Trump has said he didn't he did it because he didn't want his wife to find out that he had had a sexual encounter with a porn star when he was at the golf tournament. But since then, now Trump has said, "I didn't do I I didn't have sex with her." So we we're not quite sure what the defense is going to be because we don't even know what the charges are yet but since the indictment was announced and and all an indictment is it's it's a charging document so it's just it lists the um the charges but they say that there are or 30 charges and um if it was a campaign finance violation cuz he he that money was you know part of his campaign so that he could run for, be, become president. Um, that's ki- kind of what they just dis- say is a low-level felony. But since this indictment was announced, all these, I don't even want to call them Republicans anymore because I don't really think that they represent what used to be the Republican Party, but maybe this is what the Republican Party is now. It's uh kind of a, a fascist party that wants one man to uh, rule, you know, like the One Ring, one man to rule the United States forever and be our king, Donald Trump, King Trump, and, um, you know, be damned with laws because they're attacking uh, Alvin Bragg, the DA. And you keep hearing about the dog whistles. So You guys all know what that is because this is a communications thing. The dog whistles, you know, the dog whistle is the the silent whistle that um, dog trainers used to use. I don't know if they use them anymore, but you blow the whistle and only dogs can hear the whistle. It's kind of a, a pitch, I guess, that humans don't hear, but dogs can hear it. So everyone keeps talking about the dog whistle comments, the dog whistle comments, and what Trump has been saying, and others, his his followers, is that Alvin Bragg was put into office by a man who is Jewish. So they're taking two swipes at Alvin Bragg. They're calling him, uh, Trump has called him various names that I don't even want to repeat, but various names, which apparently in the dog whistle world, it, are, are racist, are clearly racist. And the way I've read them, and I don't even know about all the dog whistles, but I guess only um, Trump's followers are supposed to understand what what the code is, the dog whistle code. Um, you can clearly see that he's attacking Alvin Bragg, the DA, and calling him an animal, and he just happens to be black and you know i've read about him he's apparently this brilliant man he he is this brilliant guy who you know went to harvard law school and just uh is very very highly regarded and someone was quoted as saying if alvin bragg is trying to get you you're got so He's this brilliant man, and he's been attacked, being attacked by Trump verbally and his followers verbally, including the United States Congress. And the Congress has done all of this, said all of these things, and they are launching investigations. Okay, this is our United States Congress Republicans in the House. They have no power over Alvin Bragg. It's a states rights issue. The state of New York is responsible for this, not the Congress. And States have their sovereignty. They're sovereign. They have just as much power as the United States government, states' rights and state laws. So the Congress can't do anything to Alvin Bragg except make a lot of noise, which is what they're doing, which bothers me so much because when are they going to fix inflation? When are they going to fix all the problems that they said they were going to fix? Then we have the devastating, another devastating shooting. And uh, the person, the shooter, was armed with all these assault weapons, which she was having mental problems for years, but yet she could still go in and buy large amounts of assault weapons. Fix that. Little children died in school. I'm just sick. I'm sick, and why don't they fix that instead of making racist comments about a brilliant district attorney? It just, I don't know, it's sickening. It's sickening what's happening in this country. It's sickening. Um, Trump pulls the racist card and, you know, attacks Alvin Bragg for being black, but then also attacks him that he has a supporter who's Jewish, which is supposed to be some horrible thing. It's like why? Uh, and then apparently the gentleman that he's—they're all saying supports Bragg doesn't. They—they <laughs> don't even know each other. I mean, that's a fact, Jack. So yeah, it's bad. And yeah. I'm worried again about violence because they're doing all of the dog whistle things. That horrible, horrible woman, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's how she ever got elected to Congress. I don't know. I don't know what is wrong with people that would vote for her, but she's saying, you know, protest and put your MAGA hats on and all this stuff. Doesn't she know what happened on January 6th? She's one of those deniers. She's a horrible, horrible person and about as dumb as they get. I mean, I don't like to disparage women, but boy, she is not smart. And it's embarrassing. So I digress. He's facing 30 counts, but we don't know for sure what it is, what they are, until Tuesday. So I'll read. From what I wrote, I posted a post that says um, Trump indicted. What happens now? It's on my website. And here's what we know. Trump will fly to New York on Monday. He will stay overnight at Trump Tower. He will turn himself in to authorities on Tuesday morning with his attorneys and his secret service detail. So he's a former president. He has Secret Service people protecting him. So special arrangements are being made because he is the former president. So once in the building, he's going to be booked. Now, usually being booked means you're handcuffed. But apparently, from what I've read in various websites and news sites, He's not going to be handcuffed. They negotiated that away because he's got a Secret Service detail. I mean, you know, they're there to, if anything happens, he will be fingerprinted. And it is law that a mugshot will be taken. Now, they're reporting, some people have said there's not going to be a mugshot. However, I've read that, that it's required in New York, but that New York usually doesn't share mugshots. They don't release mugshots to the general public. So we'll see what happens on that. So that's all going to happen Tuesday morning. And then at 2.15, Trump will appear before Judge Juan Marchand. And the indictment will be unsealed and the charges will be read. So as I said, the indictment is just a a paper with the charges on it it's, they call it a charging document or an indictment. And um, now there's stories about, is it going to be um, a reading document or just a list of charges? And I was watching the news and somebody was talking about, well, a, a reading document is, um, and I, I've never heard of this, is tells a story. It Tells oh on this day and then that day and then this day. And so it's, and everything connects as opposed to just, you know, you paid a porn star, you wrote a check, you know, then you lied, then you wrote this other check to the lawyer. I mean, you know, it would just be like, duh, duh, da, like a list. But if they do the other kind of arraignment, it, it will be more of a story. But I don't know, because cameras won't be in there. There are no cameras allowed in New York courts. But we do, they do have audio that's released later. So I don't know if that's going to be released later. So after the charges are read, he will enter a plea of guilty or not guilty. And then after that, he will go home to await trial. And he is facing those felony counts and one likelihood is that he will be charged with violation of new York penal code one seventy five ten falsifying business records in the first degree, but we don't know what the other counts are and they I think it could be a lot of different things because there there are a number of um possibilities here because there was another woman who was paid off she was um i'm not I'm not quite sure what her. Um, She was a model, I guess, and she had a longer-term affair with Trump, and she also met him that weekend at Lake Tahoe when he met Stormy Daniels. So her name is Karen McDougal, and she wasn't paid off by Michael Cohen, but she was paid off by this guy who ran the National Enquirer magazine, which is a, you know, a rag magazine, you know, the National Enquirer that you buy at the grocery store. It's got all kinds of tawdry stories in it. The head of the National Enquirer and Trump were friends and they had this thing called Catch and Kill where Trump had girlfriends and then the Enquirer would offer to pay the girlfriends for their story. And then once the girlfriends signed the document that they were going to tell their story only to the National Enquirer, then the Enquirer would kill the story. Catch and kill. So it's late Sunday when I'm recording this podcast, and uh, I got an alert from my friend JB Dupree that he posted something, and it was a Trump post. He was sharing what Trump had posted. Here is the post from Trump I will be leaving Mar-a-Lago on Monday at noon, heading to Trump Tower in New York. On Tuesday morning, I will be going to, believe it or not, the courthouse. America was not supposed to be this way. End quote. That's from Trump. And I did a little video on this and I said, he's not, doesn't sound angry. He's not writing in all caps. He's not threatening anybody. He's not calling any names. But it does sound a little melancholy. It sounds like it's Sunday night and you've had a bad weekend. And, um, You've got that sad Sunday night feeling that, oh, tomorrow I've got to go to work. Um, the Sunday depression. I've I've written about that and done a podcast on that. But uh, that's what it sounds like to me. But we'll see. Clearly he's, he's up and he's down and he's, you know, I'm sure he's a manic depressive. And I say that because I'm one. And he's having a down moment. That's what happens. That's what's going to happen on Monday and Tuesday. I'm praying that there are no attacks. I'm, I'm praying for America, that we don't have violence. I, I, I just, I'm so shocked at what our country has become and how much hate there is here. And maybe there was always hate. Maybe it just wasn't as obvious. And now it's obvious. I always felt so smug. We lived in America and it was a special country. But I guess we're not that special because there's a lot of hate here. I don't like what Republicans are doing, how they're just throwing our laws, our Constitution against the wall. I, it's spaghetti that you're testing to see if it's done. Now, Trump has announced that he will be making a speech back in Florida, Mar a Lago, the same day he's indicted, the same day his, uh, of his arraignment. He's going to fly back to Florida and give a speech there, which I'm glad of that because then, well, hopefully there won't be disturbance like like the attack on the Capitol. So he's going to deliver that speech on Tuesday at 8. And um, Trump, you know, I'm just saying right now to everybody before I close off, he's got other problems brewing, and this isn't going to be the last of his court appearances. So he's going to have this trial, which he can try to drag out and drag out, because he is most likely the Republican nominee for president, unless we have a Republican savior that's going to step up and save us all. And he, um, but he also faces, as I've said in other podcasts, other criminal charges, So there's the case in Georgia, the election interference case. There's the federal investigation, which is just so slow, and I blame them for being so slow for all this. They're investigating him on two fronts, one for the inciting of the insurrection and trying to overthrow the peaceful transfer of power and the transition of presidents to Biden. and um, then the stolen documents case that he took the stolen documents that he didn't have a right to and kept them at, in Florida. And there was a gigantic article today in the Washington Post about that investigation. And they have new emails and texts from staff that show evidence that he lied about returning all the documents and more. Apparently there's some evidence that he was showing them to, to potential donors and bringing them out. And I, I really believe there's something really serious in those documents that he shouldn't have had and shouldn't have been Showing to people because they've in this case in this investigation they're like rushing through things through, like what what are we in danger? I mean, is the country in danger because of these documents? Then Trump is going to appear in court this month in April, the happiest month. It's my birthday month for the um, case of the the. E. Jean Carroll case, the woman that he attacked, allegedly attacked, and then um, then he said horrible things about her, and she's she's suing him for that. Apparently, the, the the statute of limitations ran out on the attack and the alleged rape, but the defamation charges are newer because he after after that he, he defamed her. So he's actually required to appear in court for that in Manhattan this month. And then meantime, that Fox News case, about Fox News not being a real news station and lying about the Dominion voting machines, that's this month in April. I want to update you on that because there's updates. I'm Gloria Moraga. I'm a political woman. I vote. It's important, more important than ever, that we all be involved, that we all know what is going on in our country, and we vote. And we vote these people out that don't want to follow the law, that don't want to obey the law, because it's all we've got and we cannot let them trample on our rights anymore. Burning books. Oh, I just, okay, Gloria, don't digress. Please subscribe. Please share. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on YouTube. I need support on YouTube because they're putting commercials in my videos, but yet I don't have a thousand subscribers, so I don't get to share in that. That kills me. do it with my cooking videos as well. Support me. Love you. Be safe.